The following program is listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries, Incorporated. His Word will give you wisdom for tomorrow, today. His Word will give you hopes you can face another day. His Word will give you strength to know His sovereign in His ways. His Word will give you joy. Word will grow your faith. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. What a joy it is to have you join us today. It's always a blessing to me, and it's a blessing to hear from our listeners when you write to us. I hope you'll join us today as we consider His Word. We're going to begin in Luke 18. This is part two of the message from last week. And if you'd like to hear that first part, you can go to our website at considerhisword.org, and there you can find that message. Just look under radio programs and Look under the title, What Should We Pray For? And you can hear the first part. So this is the second part of that message, and we'll get to it here in just a moment. First of all, I want to remind you about our calendars. We have these little magnetic calendars. Uh, They're not very big, and uh, you can stick them on your refrigerator. On anything metallic, they will stick. Uh, I put mine on a little file cabinet that I have in my office and use it there. And so we'd love to send you one of these. They're absolutely free. You just simply write to us, give us an address where we can send it to, and tell us where you're hearing the broadcast today. Now, there are three ways you can contact us. One way is certainly through the website at considerhisword.org. There's a tab there that says Contact Us. Just click on that and write to us from the website. You can also email me directly at considerhiswordradio.org at gmail.com. Most of the requests that we get for calendars and for the prayer journals, and by the way, if you'd like a prayer journal, we have some of them we can send you. Uh, Just ask and we'll send. You have not because you ask not, right? And so you can write to us at Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 3344 Zero. Give that to you one more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we were talking about last week, Luke 18, verse 1, and looking at what the Bible tells us we should specifically pray for. Now, Jesus said, again, in Luke 18, 1, let's go back and look at it. 
It says, And he spake a parable unto them to this sin, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And he did go ahead and tell a parable. And I don't want to get caught up in the parable today so much. I just want to encourage you about prayer, about what we should pray for. Have you ever gone to prayer, maybe sit down and say, well, I'm going to pray, and you don't know what to pray for? Well, you realize the Bible gives us some things to pray for, and you can make this your own prayer list. And by the way, if you'd like this list written down, I'll send that to you. <laughs> uh, just let us know. But there are several things that the Bible tells us we should pray for. And we looked at some last week. Uh, we looked at how we ought to pray for each other from James 5.16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. What does that mean, effectual fervent prayer? It means that your prayer is effective. Fervent means that it's hot, that it's sincere, that it's from your very heart. Not just something made up, not some rote prayer that you just repeat over and over and over again, but that it's a serious, genuine prayer pouring out your heart before God. So, pray for each other. Secondly, we looked at where the Bible says we ought to pray for our enemies. Matthew 5, 44, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Pray for those that are your enemies. Thirdly, we talked about praying for more workers. Matthew 9.38, Jesus said, Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he send forth laborers into his harvest. So we pray for more missionaries, maybe more missionaries in your town or in your community, or praying for more pastors for churches. Many, many churches have no pastor. And pray that God would send pastors to those churches and other Christian workers. He just said, pray for laborers. So this would include Sunday school teachers and song leaders and deacons and elders and whoever else is serving the Lord. He said, pray the Lord of the harvest that he send forth laborers into his harvest. So pray for them workers. Now, I want to give you a couple more today. The next one is to pray that you don't fall into temptation. Uh, I find this one to be a very interesting one because it actually comes up more than once in the scripture that we pray that we do not fall into temptation. Let me give you a couple of verses. First of all, Matthew 26, 41, Jesus said, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, not only do we pray that we don't fall into temptation, but we watch. We watch for when that temptation may come. Now, I believe that we ought to eliminate in our lives things that we're tempted to do. Quit going to those porn sites. Quit watching things that you know are not quite are not right. Quit listening to music that is full of foul language and get rid of those things from your from your life. 
and pray that you enter into temptation to get involved in those things. Now, temptation is going to come from several places. One, certainly it's going to come from the devil. He's going to try to throw things in front of you to try to trip you up, to try to turn you away from the Lord. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. He's a distractor. He will try to distract you from following the Lord and serving the Lord. Don't fall for it. And the Bible said, pray that you enter not into temptation. But you know, many times we blame things on the devil when the truth is that sometimes it comes from ourselves. And sometimes we're pretty slow to admit it. I want you to look at another verse, James. It's James chapter 1. In particularly verse 15, I wish I had time to study this whole passage of Scripture. and Maybe we'll do that at a later date. But particularly verse 15, he said this, When lust hath conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Much of the temptation that we battle is our own lust. Now, I know that often lust is connected to sexual things, but it's more than that. I believe that we have certain natural desires. We have a desire to eat. We say we get hungry. And sometimes we express it in many different ways. But we get hungry. And God has given us certain natural desires. And sometimes these natural desires lead into further temptation. There ought to be moderation in everything. Sometimes they lead us to that temptation, and they lead us down a road. You know you ought not be going down. Now, he said it again in Matthew 26. He said, keep watch and pray that you will not give in to temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He said, don't give in. <laughs> Sometimes it's a battle. Again, sometimes it's a battle with the devil. Remember, the Bible says that the devil is a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. And he's going to throw things in your way. And he's going to put things out there that tempt you. And sometimes it comes from yourself. But he said, pray. Pray that you enter not into, that tem into temptation. You realize that it was even a part of the Lord's prayer. When it says, lead us not into temptation. Now, you need to understand this. Temptation, to be tempted by something or someone, is not sin. It's not sin until we give in to it. And we either get involved in that temptation or we welcome it into our life. You know, the Bible says that we ought to stand strong against the devil and he will flee from you. So take your stand. And stand against him and stand against giving in to those lusts, giving in to the temptation that draws you away from God, away from the temptation. And listen, I don't have to describe them. You know in your own heart what they are. I believe that everybody has what the Bible calls a besetting sin. He said to lay aside the weights and to lay aside that sin that so easily uh, tries us and tempts us. Put it away. We have a besetting sin. You know yours. And you're so easily tempted sometimes. But it needs to become a matter 
of prayer. I'm going to read the verse again. Pray that you keep watch. Watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. Certainly the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Don't give in. Now make it a matter of prayer. Now, I, you may need to pray about some things specifically for God to remove from your life. You need to pray specifically that God would give you strength. You also ought to pray that God would make you aware when that temptation is drawing you away from Him. Now, there are two things that the Scripture says. Watch. Watch when that, for when that temptation comes. And He said, pray. Watch and pray that you enter not in, that you don't give in to that temptation. And we're going to continue this message next week. We're not quite done. Thanks for listening. God bless you. for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. Preceding program was sponsored by its listeners through Consider His Word Ministries Incorporated.